0: Welcome to the Fence End Podcast for only the second episode this this season. Uh, joined by Fraser. Hi Fraser, how are you?
1: Hello. It's like we're confirming we're alive. It is.
0: It is. <laughs> I, I must say, uh, I, I very sort of uh, slightly disc, discontent to be recognised by people at games. Um, at the Wimbledon game, somebody said, oh, you're the chap that does does the Fence End Podcast, don't you? I went, yeah. I <laughs> And I sort of said, "Yeah, we've been busy. You know, other things going on that we've—it's just not happened recently." And then um, Ed Bridges, I saw at Cheltenham, so yeah uh, so hello to ed and hello to nick from the left side of the two people that spotted me i didn't swear in front of ed's kids so that was good you know it's <laughs> a good start <laughs> yeah so apologies to no guy it was if i if i was sort of brusque or rude or anything like that i didn't mean to be it's just sort of like oh people recognize me from the pe- from the podcast yeah. it's a bit kind of like ooh. i
1: know so, it's tr- and we've had a big gap haven't we? i don't know when we last did one was it three or four weeks ago but i think I, it was um, before the before the Cambridge game. We haven't was it? Done one. Yeah. God. I know. I, know. I, since then. <laughs> I imagine that, I mean, that length of gap. You know when the Apollo 13 mission came back and the whole world was like, are they alive, are they alive, are they alive? Yeah, around the back of I, the moon. Yeah, I, I reckon it's been like that, basically, for people. I mean, Tim, I don't know if anyone's checked in on him, um, <laughs> but I reckon it's been like that. Um, but yeah, hi here we are. Hi, Tim. We'll yeah, hi, to right hi, Tim. Early yeah. On. Don't, don't
0: keep
1: him waiting. Hi, Tim. <laughs> no, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> He's
0: probably found, I hope he hasn't, but he, he may well have found another podcast to listen to. You know. Well, he could have
1: done. I mean, yeah. this whole, you know, I, I knew he was flirting with uh, the Yorkshire people anyway. Yeah. um I knew that was kind of going on. You know, I had my sources out there mm. telling me what was going down. <laughs> and. Uh, but, you know, he's a he's a fellow Las Vegas Raiders fan, though, so we've got to stick together on a different sport. So, um, yeah, we've got, to, we've got to stick with him on that. Anyway, I'm surprised we've done a podcast and an NFL team has been mentioned before Oxford United. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what the people have been waiting for. Yeah, so we've mentioned Wimbledon, we've mentioned Cheltenham, and we've mentioned the... The
0: L.A. Raiders, did you say? Sorry, Las, Vegas Las Vegas Raiders, but
1: they weren't once upon a time the L.A. Raiders. Oh, that's it. It's franchises, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, they yeah, get, yeah.
0: They can, yeah, they move around the country. Yeah, they,
1: that. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, football. Football. Our team. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oxford United. So, um, since we've spoken, yeah, we we won't. We're not going to bore people with uh, sort of dissecting how the games have gone, other than it's sort of. A, if you're only watching the home games then you kind of the season's gone pretty well so far three wins and a draw if you're watching all of the games and certainly then the away form kind of mirrors that but in the wrong way in that it's lost three and drawn one so it's it's sort of that that home form has been quite quite good home form beating Lincoln beating Charlton beating Crew so certainly Lincoln and Charlton you'd expect to be there or thereabouts although yeah weirdly, they're below us now in the table and the teams that have beaten us at their place, you know, Bolton, you'd expect to be there or thereabouts, but Wimbledon and Cheltenham, who you perhaps think would be below us. So its it's been a, a strange start to the season, really.
1: Yeah, and, um, you know, we said it happens every year, doesn't it, that uh, some of the big hitters who were tipped early on have a dreadful start. I mean, Cheltenham and Ipswich seem to be um, filling that mm. role at the moment. And, I mean, Oxford, its it's... I don't know it's funny when you look at the table it it just kind of screams bang average uh, as a start. I mean we're we're t- a little bit below halfway uh, at the table. Um but yeah I mean it's you know three wins, two draws and three losses and then I think the goal difference is zero. So um yeah it kind of it, it it's uh, yeah probably like any of my reports at school it's just bang average <laughs> could, could do better. <laughs> yeah, yeah just like that. Um but yeah, I don't know. Like it's weird, like you say, because do you remember for years? Well, I guess in the Kassam era, not not Firoz, but the Stadium yeah. era, yeah. Um, we the the issue was always home form. Um, I think even that year that we got promoted from League Two, um, it it was basically the away form that did it. Um, we I think our away form that year was just unbelievable, and and a lot of the time we we're usually better away than than at home. But I mean. Um, Carl Robinson's kind of changed that, hasn't he, in the last uh, couple of yeah, years? And yeah. I mean, so far this year, bloody hell, it's there's no contest. <laughs> no, um, I
0: looked, I kind of, when it was sort of that obvious to me, you know, that the home form was, was poor and the, the away form was good and all. Uh, sorry, wrong way, other way around, home form was good, away form poor. I kind of looked at last season thinking, oh well, maybe, you know, in my mind, oh yeah, our, our home form's always been a bit iffy. And, we were third in the form table, you know, third in the table yeah. for home results last season, you know, and 10th and for, for away. So it, you're right. It it We have been quite good at home under under Robinson. We, you know, sort of fortress thing that you want to be at home and do well. You know, we've certainly started this season well, um, you know, and it, it, that uh, this this time at this point. After eight games last season, I, I tweeted this, not not to kind of say, oh, there's nothing to worry about, we're we're fine, you know. After losing at Cheltenham, but uh, uh, after eight games last season, we were bottom of the bottom of the table. So
1: yeah,
0: yes, there are things that need addressing, and uh, and certainly the away form is one of those things. Um, and I saw somebody had put, apologies for for not name checking who it was, Oxford Analytics or Oxford Oxford Stats or something like that. Yeah. Matt, Matt Taylor hasn't hasn't touched the ball inside the opponent's box since the 34th minute against Wimbledon. So that's kind of more than two and a half games. He hasn't touched and, the and ball there. Sorry. And I think there, that's sorry. probably, you know, indicative of, of of where things aren't quite going right for us. In you know certainly in the last couple of games, um, not scoring. Well, if we're not going to get Matt Taylor the ball in the box, we we're yeah. relying then on on somebody scoring a world in.
1: Yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think it's, um, it's an easy target to uh, um, kind of have a go at the over... Uh, I don't know what the, what, the, what the words, the correct terms are here, but the over uh, use of stats in mm-hmm. football in the modern era. But, I mean, that, uh, that really tells a story, doesn't it? I mean, if he hasn't touched... What is it? He hasn't touched the ball in the... In the opponent's area, in the, in the opponent's, opponent's 18-yard box since the 34th minute against Wimbledon. Wow. and in the Wickham and Cheltenham games did he play 90 minutes in both
0: um good question he certainly started and would have played a large portion of the game i think he played the whole 90 minutes against cheltenham i think but but yeah would have he's played the majority of those both those games and and obviously you know the second half against wimbledon it's
1: yeah, yeah cuz
0: right. stats can stats can be a bit sort of um, misleading as all the the expected goals and things like that um
1: yeah, but, but that really does tell a story, just, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, no touch, and and he's he's a player that that scores most of his goals from almost inside the six yard box. He's not a not a player that's going to smash him in from here, there, and everywhere. He's he's a poacher. Yeah, um, we're giving him nothing to poach.
1: No, and it's yeah, because I saw something in the week. I think it was from the Oxford Mail with Carl saying about. Um... You know that Taylor's going to come good um and to be honest, I don't know that any of us really doubt that um and like you say it could it, there more could be a, a midfield or a service problem there um as opposed to Taylor's ability uh I'm sorry if I've misquoted that article, I'm sure that was what he was saying is that yeah we not lose faith I, in. I think
0: he said that it was um reporting his comments after the Cheltenham game on, on the radio which which yeah he pretty much said you know I've got no problem he'll come good uh, he's good he's a good enough player he'll come good and he's I think he's got a point but yeah. equally he'll only come good if we give him the service and we're not doing that at the moment it's almost like it, you're right it's not you can't although Taylor hasn't been scoring if we don't give him the ball he can't score
1: yeah it's, no, exactly. It's totally not his fault. <laughs> and like you say, he's absolutely that kind of that kind of forward, doesn't it? And it does tell mm. a story that the I mean the goals are mainly coming from James Henry, aren't they? And then Sykes, Holland, Williams, um I think Brannigan's got one. Um and then well Taylor has actually got one, hasn't he? But yeah. um yeah, I don't know, it's yeah, but they, you know, it's it's you know, four of our of our nine goals so far have, have, have come from Henry and um you know, he always I know I know our former presenter Liam is gonna be listening to this right now and waiting to tell me that I didn't like him when he first got here. <laughs> James Henry that is. Um not Liam. But, no. The, <laughs> no, I've always liked him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, it's no, it's it, it's, it's unbelievable his contribution to, to the to the well, to the club really, isn't it? I mean mm. that must be what, four years he's been here now? Um yeah. and you know, he, he kind of has a dips in form like any other player but when mm. he makes a contribution it's it's invaluable um especially as his main role is not scoring goals um not not scoring goals <laughs> <Yeah>. but his
0: <laughs> yeah. In, yeah we're gonna your money what we want you to do james is just not score goals that's your yeah. no sorry yeah no i know i know what you mean by yeah, his, yeah his main and i'm role not isn't, isn't scoring goals and
1: i wasn't trying to reference that i wasn't trying to reference that bloody playoff final um yeah. but uh <laughs> Yeah, which it annoyed me that that got a little bit of an airing on Twitter before the Wickham game. Like, shut up about that game, everyone. Why are we yeah. bringing it up? I don't want to think about that. <laughs> um, I'm over it. I'm over it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's it's. A, I don't know that it's. And I'm not suggesting anyone is panicking, but I don't. It's certainly not not panic stations yet. But no. no.
0: Um,
1: and you know, like you say, if in comparison to last season. Um, I know some people sometimes don't want to do the comparisons between seasons, but you well sometimes that's all you've got to go on is that <laughs> literally this time last year, well on the same amount of, of games played, did you say we were bottom?
0: Yeah, bottom yeah. of the table. I, I, I admittedly last season was a bit strange in that lots of teams had played. You know, it wasn't like this season where everyone's either played seven or eight games. You know, last season with it all being a bit weird at the start with covid outbreaks and things like that there were different teams on different numbers of games but even so yeah we we were we were bottom after eight you wonder whether we're still and it there's always that is it too early in the season when in the season can you can you realistically look at the table and go okay it's now starting to represent where teams might be and i think we've we've had a you know a little bit of sort of players not being fit yet or or illness or recovering from from sort of COVID illnesses and stuff like that and, and over the last few games you know Sam Long started at Cambridge at uh, Cheltenham sorry but you know he's been out for a while um Elliot Moore's been out Branigan missed on Saturday McGwain's not fit yet he's had some injury issues Hanson as well you know and, and but those players are are all I think um looking like they could be available for Saturday, if not maybe probably Tuesday. Um, and I think having those sort of players available, it, it sort of bulks up the squad, bulks up the, the bench as well and, and, and gives us just that little bit more firepower, perhaps coming off the bench um, that we've, we've maybe not had. Um, so I think, yeah, it, I, yeah, it. I, by by no means am I saying all is is fine, but I, it, it is still a little early to be overly concerned. I think you, there's enough quality in the squad. Um, we know how well this team this team can play because you know it's pretty much the same team as last season. We, we lost one or two in you know in transfers, but but the vast majority. Are, are decent players who we know can play and the ones that have come in to replace you know Seddon at left back has looked very good you know in, in in place of Ruffles and um you know has come in as a replacement for Atkinson so I think although you know the the big losses you could argue were were Atkinson and Ruffles well actually we've replaced them quite well you know you're not not massive downgrades or or youngsters or, or anything I think we've got some some good Good players there to who've replaced, um, you know, and and with the likes of Holland and Gavin White coming in, who we 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 know what they can both do. Um, I think we, it just needs to be, a, you know, a nice settled side, get used to playing with each other a bit, and and it'll it'll come. I I I, I'm not overly concerned that we're not gonna come good at some point. You know, hopefully it won't take too long. Um, and a home game against Gillingham on Saturday you know they their away form isn't great you'd kind of hope that we can do what we've done at home and play well and 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 beat them
1: yeah and i, I look i think every um every season we've got to learn haven't we and and it, if we've learned no other lesson in the last 3 or 4 years it's that we've got to be patient in a season yeah. um you know last year um we had that that dreadful start um culminating in the um the defeat to that lot mm. um and you know that was i don't know that many of us have felt that low for a long time um and you know we ended in the playoffs um by by sneaking in on the last day and then you know and the season before um yeah. where we we had the you know I know that was on the the points per game thing um but but both seasons there were starts where it was shaky we were kind of wondering is this going to work um, but the weird thing, I guess, uh, un being under Carl Robinson this year is that certainly for a Carl Robinson side, this is an unbelievable start because yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's he's notoriously <laughs> a dreadful, uh, dread- he has dreadful starts to seasons, doesn't he? Mm. Um, and and then kind of starts to improve um, as we go, and um, yeah, I don't know, it's it's. You don't at all, of course, want to you know write anyone off yet, and um, I think we we probably wanted more from Gavin White, didn't we? I'd say, um, yeah, but yeah. but you know I, I, I'm just merely judging this on eight games, and I'm, uh, there's a long long way to go. But I think when he because it was one of those signings that was that was kind of uh, shrouded in in uh, memories and emotion because mm-hmm. we we loved him when he was here. Um, that I guess we built him up massively, and I don't think wrongly he's a great player. Um, he's just um, he's not he's not reached what we know he can do yet. Um, but no, he... and, I,
0: and I think you know he went to Cardiff. He played a bit, but not a lot. Went to Hull on loan, and again sort of played a, a you know part in 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 their promotion. But he's gone from being a star man with us a couple of years ago to that sort of nearly man. And it, it might have just taken a little hit on his confidence, and and just doing what comes naturally, you know, or well, what became natural for him, which was to take players on and, and shoot and, and be a real danger. To, you know, you there's a lot a lot of mentality goes on with footballers to, you know, if he's if if things aren't quite working, you know, that self doubt will will bound to creep in a little bit, and and he just doesn't quite look. The same. I thought, you know, there are there are times when he looks dangerous and he he runs with the ball. It 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 was something that was perhaps said about our away form is, do we need to find a different way to play away from home? You know, we we yeah. have a lot of possession, but a lot of our possession is at the back and in midfield and we play the ball about. And if we're against the side like Wimbledon or Cheltenham that that do set up, you know, a little bit defensively in that they. They're very organised, they'll, they'll, you know, that two banks of four or whatever it might be, three at five at the back, four in the midfield, makes it very difficult to break them down. And it might just be that we will find in, in perhaps the next away game, which is Sheffield Wednesday, you'd expect them to come at us, that being a team that count, rather than being a team that's got a lot, you know, we'll have a lot of the ball there, we won't. We, we'll perhaps have to set up to counter-attack And the likes of Gary White would be perfect for that. It might just be that that a different type of game against a different level of opponent in in terms of how they they will approach the game might just suit us.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it it always throws up that kind of argument, doesn't it? I mean, we all saw the the performance against Wickham and all the stuff came out about how, after the game, uh, you know, most of our fans, and I totally agree that, you know, it may have been, you know, we shared shared the points that day, but um, I'd, I'd never, ever like to see Oxford play in the way that Wickham do. Um you yeah, know, I think, I oh, the day we started doing that, I think I wouldn't go again. That's a lie, mm-hmm. I would. I, I love you, I love you, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I'm only joking. Um, but well,
0: that, that kind of, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll carry on that in a second. just bear with me while I mention, sort of, because you've mentioned Wickham and Akinfenwa and Pep, they obviously, Wickham played Man City in the Carabao Cup recently. And Pep was going on about what a legend Akin Fenwer is, and wouldn't it be great if his youngsters could play them every week? And you kind of think, well, this is a guy that got a nosebleed and his legs stopped working; he had to sit down. You know, and it's—you're <laughs> it's, right, absolutely right. I, I, in, in the same way, if crikey, if Oxford played the same way as Wickham did every week, it'd be like, oh, do I really want to do this? In the yeah, and in the same way, if once you get B teams in, which is what Pep's been going on about. I've had a bit of a disagreement with a Man City fan today. on. Twitter I read it, yeah. How, <laughs> well, he was going, is it, is it such a bad idea kind of thing? But I, I can see, you know, see the benefits to it. And he, well, yeah, the, you know, Man City might benefit, but if they're going to put an under-23 team in League One,
1: yeah. what's
0: to stop every Premier League club putting one in? And then yeah. what do you do? What happens to us? You know, I'd point out, just over 20 years ago, Man City were in... League 1, and Wimbledon were in the Premier League. What, how would he have felt if Wimbledon had gone, well, we want to stick our under-23s in League 1, so Man City, you'll have to go in League 2. You know, it, it, yeah.
1: Absolute um, nonsense. And... Yeah, and, you know, that... Um, you know, I, I, I suspected we'd get into this at some point on the on the <laughs> pod, but, um, it, it, you know, it's... it's For me, it's just kind of the... It's the arrogance of, of these people where... Uh, it kind of annoyed me because... Um, when Pep did that interview, and it was after that Wickham game, wasn't it? Like he, you were talking he was, about. Yeah. He, he yeah. was asked about. Um, I can't think what the question was, but it, it was along the lines of of um, you know playing this kind of football every week, and obviously the journalist who asked it was trying to get to the B teams mm. question. He, he knew that Pep had has an opinion on that, yeah. which is fair enough. That's his job, trying to you know get a story out of him, and um, it, it kind of it, a lot of the defenders of of Guardiola in that interview were saying that you know he's just saying what his opinion is he's not trying to trash English football and I I I, I I'm I half agree with you but my issue is if this guy had turned up in England last week and didn't know anything about and had never never caught sort of um, opined on this before, then I would mm. I I'd, I'd be with you, and I'd say yeah, you know, maybe he just doesn't really know, but he's been in the country long enough, he's been in English football long enough mm. to know that the league system, particularly in this country, is is a an incredibly precious thing to yeah. to all of its fans to people like us and do you know what like you say it should be to Manchester City as well if their fans have anything about them and i know plenty of them disagree with pep on the issue yeah. i'm not saying it's yeah. all of their fans but they were us not that long ago <laughs> you know yeah. they, they go yeah. they seem some of them seem to go about like they've been this this force in the premier league for forever and so you would you know they always reference that Gillingham game. Mm. Um you know it's it's the arrogance of of people like Guardiola who who uh kind of pretend they can't see what the problem is yeah. and maybe they really can't see what the problem is but mm. if they can't then they're just not listening. And wow. I know that there's you know there's different sides to every argument I get that but it's the sheer uh, ignorance of 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 not not accepting that um it's the sheer ignorance of thinking that the world revolves around Man City or whoever else in in at the top of the Premier League wants that. It's the same uh, kind of rhetoric that fun that that fueled uh, the Super League. You know, it's exactly, exactly the same thing. Going to say. Yeah. It's, you know, and what annoys why should me Arsenal
0: be in the in the Super League for Christ's sake. You know, yeah. it's, It just so happens that you know they. They were a big club for a while a little while ago, and have got a big name. But you're absolutely right. It, this and the B team thing. People say, well, it works in Spain. Why shouldn't it work here? And, and and well, because Spain doesn't have, as you pointed out, you know, we have a huge depth in the in the footballing pyramid in this country. Yeah, you know, you've you've got the likes of you know. Sunderland in this division will be getting thirty. If they go well and continue to go well, they'll be getting forty plus thousand in in the third tier of English football. They'll be, you know, we 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 had that twelve thousand against Lee, uh, Luton in the conference. You know, there'll be there'll be teams in the conference getting five six thousand. There's some big clubs down there. There isn't that depth in other countries. You know, no. there, there isn't that history of you know clubs that have won. You know. Quite recently, the likes of Portsmouth won the FA Cup, being in yeah. Europe. You know, they, they, there are big clubs further down the pyramid. And just because of, you know, a little bit of good fortune and timing for clubs being in the Premier League and, and getting the riches that the Premier League, you know, dishes out, yeah. means that they are able to stockpile loads and loads of players in the hope that one or two of them will, will make the first team. And yeah. Because of that, they've got loads of loads of kids that they don't know what to do with. Well, they, you know, they they, they play in the academy leagues and you know the the under twenty three leagues and Premier League Two and all that sort of stuff. But as Pet rightly points, you know, he's right in one respect in that that doesn't get them the right sort of preparation to play in the league. Well, that's because you've mollycoddled them for years. You know, yes, yeah. this, in this Premier League Two thing, the the under twenty three things go back to i had a quick look sort of research because i remember the you know the com- the what they used to call the the combination you know the the, the reserve teams played we had proper you know proper reserve teams which was a mixture of you know youngsters people coming back from injury people who perhaps not had a lot of game time uh, why not do that why not go back to regional you know so in the northwest yeah you know man man city man united blackburn you know Rochdale, Berry. You know, though. You know, clubs, Accrington, whatever it might be. All their reserve teams play regionally. We, you know, yeah. we'll have a Midlands one, or, or <laughs> we're in that weird position of are we, you know, are we a Southern team, are we a London team, home counties, Midland whatever. But yeah. but have that have that rather than trying to stick your B team into the proper league. Have a reserve league where you know you can play. It's not. Putting your B team in League One or wherever it might be, not not the answer. Not
1: the no, answer. and I understand this thing that you know, with, with with someone like Pep Guardiola, it it comes from the fact that he spent most of his managerial career in uh, Spain and Germany. Mm. In fact, I think he yeah. spent all of it there before he came to England. Yeah. And those are the two countries where B teams uh, seem to work very well. And I don't dispute, I don't dispute that they work well there. But my answer to that is, well, good for Spain and Germany. That, mm. All the best to them. But yeah. And look, I'm not, I'm not a, a flag-waving uh, kind of fan of royal pomp and circumstance and all that sort of thing. But there are plenty of things that I love... About the UK, and I'm proud of it for. Ooh. And one of the things, in particularly in England, is the fact that before um, uh, the Football League tried to kind of ruin it by sticking the e at the front of it, yeah, the divisions used to be called the Football League, and it was yeah. called the Football League because it was the first one ever. It was the Ooh. first inception of shall we have this system whereby teams go up and down through divisions based on where they finish at the end of a, at the end of a, at the end of a season, and yeah. that and and. Why there is this uh, kind of desire to think that we can just trash that? And it comes from the fact that somewhere along the way, when the money was rolling in for for clubs at the top, they decided that they were more important than everyone else. And they, they got that status because they found themselves to be a lot richer. In Man City's case by way of someone buying them who was already very wealthy and you know i'm not bitter good luck to you you know <laughs> you you know but, but, but funnily enough one of
0: the things i will go back just very briefly one of the things that the the top clubs want to do is have a kind of um a say on who takes over clubs so it's one of the things they've kind of gone well if we don't like the look of you then we can veto you taking over a, a club i think it's one of the things they've looked at with with Newcastle, I think, I don't follow the Premier League massively, but I'm sure there was something that they put in place whereby the top clubs all the Premier League clubs can have a say on who takes over. So if somebody comes in who is, as Harry Enfield once said, considerably richer than Yao, they can go, <laughs> no, we don't want you taken over. And it's, it's almost the closed shop. It's like, OK, man, like you say, Man City owned by a by a, a state who have got huge amounts of money that they're prepared to put into it and fair play they you know they've redeveloped the area they've got great Mm, sort of yeah um, academies and and the women's team and all of that and that's all very very good and it it benefits them massively but for them to then turn around and go we're not going to let you be taken over by somebody because you might end up challenging us well no that's wrong
1: yeah and and look i'm I'm not against money in football i'm I've got no issue with it right and i I know it's like unpopular in the in the kind of twitter era, but there is a middle way here it doesn't mm. have to be so polar and you know you can you can think that there can be money and competition financial competition, and whatever else in football or in any industry without thinking that. You can buy your way to more voting rights to more say on what happens after that, and like you say if uh, if they want this bigger say on who buys what club, they're stopping someone else doing exactly what they did, yeah you know it's 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 total get to the the top of the ladder to then pull it up, mm. you know and don't let anyone else in, and that's exactly like we we're saying what the super league was let's yeah. let's form this little club. Of of we'll us draw, six. Bridge. Yeah. And then we'll decide who can come in after us. Yeah. And we're getting this right because we've currently got more money than everyone else. And mm. by having more money, we've created a bigger appeal for ourselves yeah. in international markets. It, that's where it comes from. Yeah.
0: And having way more money than everyone else didn't seem to be enough for them. It was like, yeah. we, know, we want even more. We want more of the pot. Yeah. We yeah. Want yeah. More of the money that's out there. And it, yeah. yeah. And it, look, it, I
1: know we could talk about this for hours, and I happily yeah. would talk about it for hours. <laughs> Um, but it's it's it 's an important thing it really mm. is and um it's i 'm just never convinced it 's gone away and uh, sadly, I do think it will happen one day because they want it badly enough if and, if and pep wants enough, it yeah, yeah, they are, and this is yeah. the sad thing is that i 'm not resigned to it but i 'm i 'm almost convinced that it will happen because mm. enough of them want it, you know, and enough of the the you know it, 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 there 's no you know more true saying than money talks it really mm. does and yeah. you know they'll they'll get what they want eventually and look i'm not saying it'll be the end of football but it'll be damaging very damaging to football especially mm. in this country where we should really realize how good the product is that we've got already and like you say it's not as if they're not making any money <laughs> it, how much more do you want i know it's <laughs> There's about 10 Bill Hicks jokes I'm thinking of but I can't really say any of them but they just just youtube it but it's yeah. just crazy that they think that oh well you know I mean the super league was obviously about money mm. the fact that they're in a position where they need more I mean it's unbelievable you know I just there we go um but yeah like I say I think we could probably talk about this for hours but you know I don't know I don't know that Tim's that interested well.
0: <laughs> We'll perhaps, we'll perhaps revisit that at some point because it's bound to be something yeah, that gets course, talked about yeah, again yeah. at some point in the season um, so uh, yeah we'll, we'll yeah. certainly revisit that um, and I guess that that came about talking about you know a team like Wickham and the way they play um, being a little bit anti-football or a lot anti-football whatever you might say um, I think you've Saturday, we'll see a, a manager on the touchline who is who's also a little bit, they play a little bit better football, Gillingham, to be fair. But yeah. uh, you, you've got a a, a manager there who, who, it's not anti-managing. That's not, I can't think of the right phrase for it. I think it, but he's, he's
1: just it, anti-human. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, and, and the fourth official's going to have a lot of, a lot of, uh, grief from both sides isn't he because carl carl is a nicer man but he's certainly you know prepared to to give a fourth official plenty of grief whereas you know the the coach driver from gillingham um will just be abusive to him i think it's gonna gonna be hard work
1: yeah it (laughs) really is and um you know it's it's something about him isn't it mr evans that Mm. uh it just winds a lot of us up. And, yeah. and it's it's annoying because he, he kind of knows it and he's good at it. And you yeah. hey, look, I, I I don't want to be one of those delusional kind of people who think that he hates us more than anyone, but I'm sure we're high up his list. Probably. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure he really doesn't like us that much, <laughs> but you know, I'm not, I'm not. Because I, I think, I'm sure we've mentioned this a few times, but I think he went for our job when Wilder got it. So I'm going 12, 13 years back. and. Right. I can't I'm sure someone told me once that he did and it put his nose out of joint a bit about Oxford. And yeah. I think he was managing Crawley Town at the time. No. Um or I don't know where he was. I can't remember, mm. but um yeah, I'm I'm sure that he's we've always had a thing with him, haven't we? That we, we just don't really like each other. But no. I mean they they've had a bad start to the season. They they had their first win recently though, didn't they? But um you know, I I I think I don't know. It's 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 a hard one because, I, as bad as they are, I just oh, I hate the fact that we're playing him because <laughs> he just knows how to w- rub us the wrong way. But then I'm sure we kind of always do pretty well against them at home. Well, um, yeah,
0: the, I I, uh, I think the last seven games we've won five, drawn two. So our form against them at home is good. You're right. They've they've only won the one game this season back in all, uh, towards the end of August. So their their form isn't great. Um, and you kind of think we ought to be with our home form their away form all of that you you'd hope to see a bit of a bounce back from the last our last sort of two or three games um and and hope for a, a decent performance and and kind of that that positivity going into the first proper sort of Tuesday night league game under the lights you know the the it, by the time we get to kick off on Tuesday against Accrington, it's going to be it's going to be getting dark, which is great
1: because yeah. yeah.
0: I I love I love a Tuesday night game when it's dark. Tuesday night games when the sun goes down yeah. and it's still bright at nine o'clock. It doesn't feel yeah. right. It's kind no. of got be, yeah, you got to be it's got to be dark, floodlights, all of that sort of stuff.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely you right. The
0: next two games, you know, if we can get something out of out of both of those, although you know, talking about big clubs and small clubs and. Pyramid, you know, the, the likes of Accrington being currently above Pompey, Sheffield Wednesday, Charlton, Ipswich, you know, teams that have got Premier League and, and Cup winning history quite recently. Yeah. It's fantastic. You know, they, 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 they're they a club that are doing things or trying to do things the right way. I know their, their chairman talks a lot about, you know, the, the football industry and the money in football, and he's always quite an interesting character to, to listen to and, and, you know, he's very open with what he thinks um, about the way football is run um, yeah. and you know they're massively punching above where they perhaps as I said, should be I'm doing the air quotes you know that, that <laughs> should be but you are where you deserve to be and they absolutely deserve to be where they are and that's going to be that's gonna be a tough game against them on Tuesday night you know make no bones about it they're a, yeah they're a side with with who will come to us and 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 you know not expect to win but they'll they'll certainly be expecting to give us a good game.
1: Yeah, and they always they like you say they always kind of do annoyingly okay, don't they? They're mm. always uh you always expect I don't think any of us you know, you could have couldn't have a go at anyone for 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 saying that every year you kind of maybe tip them to to be in the drop zone. Mm. Um but you know, already they're 11th and they're not not not, not doing too bad. They I think they've lost their last two but um, but that's against the teams the two teams at the top of the table. You know? Yeah.
0: They're, they're, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they've lost they've lost four games this season against first, second, third and fifth. So yeah, it's you not know, they're, yeah, big big clubs to lose to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then I think um with Gillingham, uh is Alex McDonald still there? Um I, I think, I think he he's yeah, and then I I wanted to say that Jordan... No, Jordan right, Graham yeah. was there, but is he? Yeah, is no, he...
0: no, he went to Birmingham, I think.
1: Oh, um, okay, right, right. Yeah, yeah but um, yeah, I think McDonald's still there. I don't know if he plays, but um, yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know, I'd like to think he's maybe a bit old now, hopefully. <laughs> Um, I mean, for a footballer, sorry mm, Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah, mean for not a person. Just in life. Yeah. No, no, I didn't it's want to put you down. did not want to make you feel bad. No. Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, are we doing score predictions? Um. Well, we
0: we could do, couldn't we? Let's do. Um, uh, if we do both uh, Gillingham and and Accrington, and and maybe hope that we get uh, get a preview in before Shepherd Wednesday. So. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm. I'm going to say I'm going to say a draw against Gillingham and a win against Accrington. I'm going that way round, right? I'm so that's not to... a score, sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm going to go for, for two wins. I think we'll nice. we we'll bounce back. Um, you know, I just expect with with the players potentially coming back from from injury and whatever. Um, I think we miss Brannigan on on Saturday. Um, yeah, you know he, he he's got that kind of drive that really spurs everybody on. So I'm going to go two wins for that.
1: Nice.
0: We'll see how we go. Um, yeah.
1: And then so, um, we're going to um, turn to our women's team, aren't we?
0: Yeah, I was going to say, so sort of, we've had that kind of slightly mixed start to the season. Um, you know, the women, I think, have done pretty well. Uh, five games, three wins, a draw and a defeat and, and sitting fifth in the table, um, doing quite well um you know good start to the season um i think it's it's one of the sort of success stories of the club over the last couple of years two or three years that you know they've had cup runs things happened obviously with with covid and not being able to play and and that sort of stuff but when you when you consider how their budget is um you know it won't be big Uh, it's it's a real testament to everybody involved there as to how well they're doing,
1: yeah absolutely, and obviously you know our former contributor high calf is a assistant manager there um and uh yeah it's it's some it's terrible. Really. I still haven't been to a game um i i, I have haven't been to a men's game this season either I still haven't been <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, um. Yeah, but it's it's um. You know, I know, I think I think they're fifth in the table, aren't they? So like you yeah. say, they've yeah. they've got three I'm wins.
0: Op- yeah, I'm hoping to get down there on Sunday. Um, we've got a home game against Bridgewater on Sunday. Um, and then they've got a a cup game which, Ooh. at the moment, I know is on the same on at the same time as the Mickey Lewis testimonial, which is something we'll talk about. It's oh, okay. a testimonial, not quite the right word. but You know, um, the the game to hopefully raise plenty of money for Mickey, which is on the Sunday, the um I think it's the tenth, isn't it? Sunday the tenth of um October. Yeah. Which would have been a bit awkward for some people because Sunderland was on the ninth away, think of staying over that kind of thing. But that's that's an international break. So the the Sunderland game is, is likely to be called off. So right. looking for a game to go to obviously the Mickey Lewis game will be on. But that same Sunday is Oxford Swindon in, in the cup. Um, and I think they are looking at trying to move it so that it doesn't clash with Mickey's game um, yeah. and, and you know, get down there. So we'll, we'll kind of keep an eye on that situation and, and, and hope that uh, that can be done in some way to, to be able to get to both games. That'd be yeah. you know any any game against Swindon at whatever level it's at and, and whoever <laughs> you know whether it's uh, whether it's the men's or women's first teams or an under ten academy game. Yeah, it's it there's something in it you know it, it's a it is a rivalry you know it's not it's not the the Wickham rivalry you know it's not it's not Cheltenham it, it's you know which are local but they just yeah. don't have that same
1: have community. have they have they played before oh good question I um, don't actually know I don't no, know I mean, that they we're,
0: have we're obviously you know far and away above them in terms well, yeah, of league of positions and stuff yeah. like that um, but yeah no i I don't know. was the honest answer. We'll find yeah. out. We'll find out
1: and tweet it. Absolutely. Unless, yeah. unless
0: we've played them and they've beaten us, and in which case we won't and we'll we'll gloss over it. <laughs> yeah,
1: we'll. I'll, I'll take it out. <laughs> yeah. We'll look that we'll up. Forget to. Yeah. We'll yeah. Check it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then look. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, so with with the the Mickey Lewis game, mm. um, so is that that's selling pretty well? Is it? Do we know? Or so yeah, the,
0: yeah, the Mickey Lewis game. Sunday October the 10th at three o'clock at the Kassam um, and it's it's going to feature Oxford City players from from past and present Oxford United players past and present who, because obviously he's 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 had a real influence at, with Oxford City as well as Oxford United you know he's, he's a he's he's worked very uh very much down at Oxford City as well and it's it'll be be lovely to sort of Remember him and and do something that that's going to raise a lot of money, hopefully um, for his family. Um, obviously, you know we, we all know what happened with Mickey, but yeah, a a, a game that we can re- get to get together and remember him is going to be wonderful, I think. And and tickets are available, so uh, you know, get down there if you can. Um,
1: yeah, and it's, it's um it's 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 still kind of hard to believe, isn't it? That um just his age and stuff and yeah um and it's um yeah it's hard to believe it's we're already in september and that was that was, I think that was march time wasn't it mm. um, and uh yeah but you know he's, he, you know we've spoken about this before but i don't think you could say it enough times that he just um he, you've just never heard a bad word about him ever um yeah. you know um and you know everyone I, i've never known an outpouring of of uh, kind of emotion for uh, a club legend who's who's passed away um quite like that um, you know it was it was unbelievable and it just shows the, the kind of regard he was held in um, and rightfully so um, yeah. but it's uh, yeah hopefully they can get a big gate and um, yeah you know give uh, give give him give him the send off he deserves mm-hmm. yeah um, absolutely
0: uh, even if you can't make it and, and you've you know you can afford to to give a little bit then then do that as well like, you know it's, yeah even, even if you can't make the game um, you know there's no reason why if you can, um, to donate, you know, to uh, to support his family. You know?
1: Yeah. It's,
0: yeah, there'll be lots of people who who, like you say, the outpouring was 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 remarkable. You know? Yeah. It's you know, he's obviously had a a, a huge influence on people. The, the stories that people told about you know about him.
1: Yeah. Um. Absolutely.
0: Were, were, yeah. So a real a real inspiration to people and a, a genuinely nice guy. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Something for if you know over that weekend there's no no men's first team game um so that's one to do uh,
1: yeah absolutely yeah. Sorry, something I was going to mention before we wrap up yeah. unless i've missed this has the boardroom thing happened yet no i never want to say takeover because <laughs> it's not quite a takeover is no. it but i no. mean what i mean i'm not i'm not, I'm not <laughs> trying to be i'm not like panicking but no is I mean, that because i keep thinking did i miss this or
0: Was there an announcement while I was on holiday, or something like that? Yeah, because it know.
1: seemed to be imminent for a long time, and then yeah. it just kind of wasn't.
0: There was a. It was an interview, wasn't there on on Radio Oxford, where um, where they they kind of talked about well, they were hoping to get, a, 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 like you say, it's not a takeover, the but the sort of reshuffle, shall we say, um, yeah. done before the transfer window um, closed, uh, and it. If it was done, it's certainly not been announced. That I would imagine they would announce it if it if it's If yeah. it sort of the the, the the ownership, the shares, you know, change around a bit. Um, having said that, you know, we we turned down sort of money for for Brannigan people, but, you know, apparently, um, and and other players. So it might be that even though that hasn't been official yet, that the the money. The, that they've got is is starting to be right we don't need to sell because we'll you know we'll fund it sort of thing yeah um, yeah, so, yeah yeah watch this space I guess I think that covers just about everything I'm sure there'll be something as soon as we hit stop recording we'll go we forgot to mention that but yeah you know hey ho um, we've done the hi Tim we've said hi to everyone else if you're listening and you're enjoying it retweet and all that you know tell people about it Um if there's anything you want us to discuss I know we said this at the end of last season I think there's stuff that you think we should be talking about, um, then then tweet us. Um, tell us what you think we should be talking about. Um and we'll we'll try and sort of chat about it and give yeah. what we think. Um apologies again for not being around, but you know, yeah. Like, like we right. said, we 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 have other things to do. We're you know, it would be nice to do this as a full time job, I suppose. Oh. But we've we've got <laughs> jobs to do, you know. Yeah. Uh our own lives to live and, and stuff gets in the way sometimes that's that's perhaps more important than just us prattling yeah. on about football although prattling on about football is quite important well, it's,
1: it's yeah. up there it's up there yeah
0: wasn't it I'm sure uh, and this we, we're doing this we've got to the we're going we've got to the door we've stopped we're carrying on talking <laughs> we haven't got in the car yet I, yeah.
1: I'm sure it was
0: a um one of the Italian Irigo Sarchi I think said yeah no football isn't important but it is the most important non-important thing I've probably yeah misquoted him somewhere <laughs> yeah. but it was something along the low slides, yeah it's not important football, but yeah. if the things that aren't in football uh, aren't in, important, it's probably the most important yeah exactly I'm, yeah, that's I'm a good way in what he said,
1: yeah but yeah, so yeah. anyway, so that's we'll, a good way we'll of putting it yeah,
0: we'll hopefully be back a bit more regularly uh, than we have been, but that's that's how it's been, so um hide the head and hide the nick he came up and said hello, um you know, it'll be uh, if people want to come up and say hello and buy me a beer, that, that would be nice, you know, yeah. and, and Fraser as well. If you and see me, Fraser then we about me, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Well, if you just
1: generally want to send, send me some stuff. money or something, that's yeah. fine, that's fine. Yeah, exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's nice to be back. It's nice to be chatting yeah. football, Fraser. Um, yeah, and
1: you, and you. It's, um, and, and
0: we'll hopefully do it again very, very soon. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, um, take care of each other, look out for each other. Stay safe everyone and um we'll hopefully be back
1: very very soon. Cheers. Bye. Bye.